to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local realtor for 21 years and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are so excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. Well, it's another week. It's another another episode. I'm excited. This is episode 67. It is. For yes. Iconic Talk. I know. It's really cool. And we're here it is November. November. Um and it's I don't it's been what in the 70 high 70s and 80s. So can I just jump right to it because we're talking about November is gratitude month right. and we're talking about what you're thankful for. I'm the beat you to the punch. I am grateful for the amazing <laughs> spring-like weather that we're having right now right here in Winchester. That's what I'm grateful for. Oh, dang it. Ah, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> you so, did. so what did you do this past weekend? Um, I don't think much of well, No camping? We no camping this weekend. I okay. will be going camping actually with um, a friend of mine who used to work with our um, guest that we have coming up here. Oh, we did an interview with. I'll be cool. camping this weekend. We have a we do a Friendsgiving camping trip. So we'll do like Thanksgiving dinner at like two o'clock. We'll make all the turkey and the fixins and stuff and we'll do cool. that while we're camping. Cool. So it's uh it's really fun and I really fingers crossed that the weather stays nice, but I think it's supposed to be yucky and Yeah, rainy. we shall see. I um not totally convinced it's gonna get too yucky. I'm hoping and praying that it's not because this coming Saturday in a few days is my son's state cross country race. Oh, and that's so right. they have recently won districts and they won regionals the week before. And now they're maybe ranked second in the state. And there's a high chance that they're going to be in the runnings for the team to win the states. So that is what I'm anticipating. And yet we're hoping that the rain tomorrow is going to hold off and maybe Saturday will be okay. So we shall see. Fingers crossed. Well, Well, good luck to him, too. I saw that you guys had senior night. And we had senior night last week, senior day at the the Hanley football game. That was an amazing football game, by the way. So go Hanley. (laughs) It was an amazing up and down roller coaster game. James Wood is their rival, and uh, they were losing 16-0 in the third quarter, came back and took the lead, gave up the lead, were down by 10 points with three minutes left, came back and tied it, and then in overtime won, and Hanley beat James Wood in football. So for all you football local buffs out there, that was an impressive game. And I was there because, yeah, it was senior day for my son Pierce and that. My other son, though, continues to do stuff at Shenandoah mm-hmm. and um, is almost a part of our affiliate with every show because he does dance and he does stage management so he's constantly busy um he was a part of a show last friday night that was one of the more unusual performances and shows that i've seen but it just speaks to what shenandoah offers it was technically an opera but it had dancing with it and had live instruments with it in their small little black box and honestly because it was opera it wasn't english it was still challenging to understand the plot but they had immersive music media and graphics on the wall and they had dancers and you were like right there on the floor it was like high level quality just again an unusual performance that you wouldn't get anywhere else definitely you wouldn't think you'd get in a small town like ours yeah and so he did a great job of course his dance and so i'm biased about that Mm -hmm. but yeah just again shenandoah is where they have all kinds of opportunities to just 
If you're bored on any given night or day, there's probably a performance or something like that that you can go to, whether it be music or theater or dance or recitals even. I mean, I I popped in on one of his like dance recitals. I was a parent, obviously, but right. you can go check things out. It's, it's And then the sports teams. Anyway, there's all kinds of cool stuff, which leads me to our guest. So mm-hmm. I've been wanting to have him on for a while now, and our calendars have eventually and finally aligned and the partnership that Shenandoah University gives to our community, I think you'll find fascinating with our conversation. This is the Vice President of Recruitment and Chief Creative Officer for Shenandoah University. So, Megan, you and I, we got a chance to chat with them. We did. And meet with mm-hmm. them just a little while ago. Scott Spriggs. So, here is our chat with Scott from Shenandoah University. Well, here we are with Scott Spriggs. Yeah, Shenandoah University. How are you? I'm great, Mark. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I really appreciate so it. so excited about having you here. And we talk about our community all the time. Shenandoah is the pinnacle of our community. And you are one of the key players on campus. It's exciting to have you here. Well, well, thank you. I really appreciate that. And I appreciate that uh, you've Shenandoah is in high esteem like that, and yeah. I appreciate being a part of Winchester. Yeah, so give, give us a little bit of a background. Tell us where you're from wow. and, and what drew you to Winchester. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so I was born in Fairfax, okay. and um, my family and everything is from out that way. And uh, my mom actually, uh, she went to college down the valley and um, found a 1904 farmhouse in the place called Tom's Brook, if you've yeah, ever uh, of course, gotten yeah. lost on a windy road. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, she, she bought that before she was married and everything. Um, and then we moved from Vienna um, out, out this way. And I uh, ended up going to, to high school just down the valley at, uh, at Strasburg High School. Okay. Um, and then uh, from there, went on to college, uh, went to James, uh, well, went to Virginia Tech first, uh-huh. and then also went to, to JMU. And um, so met my wife. Uh, she is a two-time graduate of Shenandoah University, the conservatory there. So she's wow. got her... Yeah. Uh, undergrad in um, in music ed, and then um, her master's in choral conducting. Yep. And so, um, and what's her name? It's Danielle Daniel. Danielle Spriggs. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, I won't call her by her maiden name, um, <laughs> <laughs> but she. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's interesting uh, when you graduate and mm-hmm. what are the opportunities of that time. So, um, she had a great job. Um, I had a great job actually working for uh, Chantel um, down in Edinburgh, and we were like, you know what? Let's look at let's look at moving. We've been here mm-hmm. in this area. Um, but then, of course, the housing market uh, started to, to take a dive. We, we owned a place um, in Winchester, um, bought when when the market wasn't insanely high, uh-huh. but uh, started to go even higher. And we thought, wow, look at this great investment. And then, yeah. uh, as everyone thought. So what year are you talking about? Yeah, here so this? this is like in the 2007. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. I guess. Like six, seven. Yeah. When you felt like you had to do something because they were going to get, you were going to be priced out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we were looking to move like, we were like looking at houses in Shawneeland and mm-hmm. and like what was it the Wild Acres or sure. whatever yep. that yep. Mountain and Falls Ma- Wild Acres yeah and I, mm-hmm. and and we were like are we really gonna have to live out here I might as well go back and live in Tom's Brook <laughs> right. um, so uh, so we we got a, a townhouse and everything but it um, you know as things kind of took a turn for the worst we we felt very we had a good jobs we um uh had good opportunities and so we we stayed local i mean there was some job offers i got in other places in texas and we were looking in raleigh durham area um hmm. but it was one of those things where i was like when we would travel someplace i would go 
okay, yeah, but you know what? It's not like this. It doesn't have this yeah. element. Yeah. And and I was like, sure enough, you know, my parents really understood Virginia is an awesome state. It's a very, um, it's it's financially a solid state. There's a lot of different revenue contributors. Mm-hmm. There's the agricultural piece. They've invested in technology um, for many, many years um, in business. And then, of course, we have the largest, you know, seaport, um, one of the, you know, for, for shipping and those types of industries. And so, um, it, it was that whole ecosystem and the growth that's happening. So, yeah. so my wife, you know, being in, in Prince William County teaching now for 17 years, uh, I mean, gosh, they've built like a new high school, you know, every, um, gosh, like every three or five years, there's yeah. been a new school mm-hmm. going up. Yeah. So a, a lot of opportunity. And then I think, you know, we're seeing that right here at home in Winchester and, um, and just how much it's changed in that, in that time period is, yeah. has been remarkable. So you went from Chantel mm-hmm. then, yeah. so doing marketing, yeah, I'm so, assuming? Yeah. So I, I started there. Um, my degree is in uh, graphic design. Okay. And so when I was in college, uh, I went, graduated uh, high school, it was year 2000. So I was doing a lot of web work personally, mm-hmm. um, doing graphics work, you know, just, just infatuated with that loved it um you know i had a i was lucky to get a game boy for christmas when i was a kid and uh i remember staring at it really closely and like look at these little dots and they like make everything happen um so i was really infatuated with that so you're one of those of guys like how does this work exactly you're playing those games and you're thinking to yourself not just being for the enjoyment you're like wow how do they make this work and the graphic design and the colors and the, exactly the game systems of it yeah and, and how the, can you do it better and how can you do it better and how the story works and mm-hmm. all those things which i was super interested in and and i'll just say that you know when i was was in school doing web work was and in fact I was I was told great come come to the program and everything and then um, uh, we were doing I was doing C++ programming and I was like yeah this is great and all but I really want to do front end and all all of these um, visual elements that are interactive and uh, my my advisor told me that it wasn't going to be a viable career and um, Wow, when I paused wow. and yeah, had a panic attack and I was like, Where okay, I thought this was supposed to open my my mind. I thought the you know, the tagline of this school and um, for those who are listening, I don't know, uh, invent the future. Uh-huh. Uh so I thought, <laughs> uh oh, um, I'm in the wrong place. So I um uh, ended up transferring. I found an independent study work, actually, and then graduated from James Madison University. And uh, so, but in that time, um, there were very few people doing what I was doing. So I was at at Chantel's uh, doing design work. Had a great uh, team of guys I worked with. Um, we rebuilt um, Chantel.com, um, mm. and then and then rebuilt it again after a couple of years. Uh, a lot of iterations were happening. And actually, right here in in Winchester, there was a, a team. That was downtown. They were uh, in the Bright Building um, called Squidoo, and it was mm. uh, it was a, a company uh, that maybe you know Seth Godin. Uh, he actually owned that company and was running I that. Remember that. Yeah. yeah, and so we actually used to do some um, uh, te- some group get-togethers. Some guys in technical backgrounds. It was called Refresh, huh. and so we would meet up, talk about what was going on. Um, it was really great. Um, the ecosystem here. Uh, for that. And um, actually, right here in this building was one of those uh, Microsoft uh, groups, uh, Suskytank nice. was here. Yes. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. So, those guys were um, involved with that as well. So, yeah, it, it was one of these like, you know, you know, learn it on the ground, find, find network and resources. And, um, uh, and then I found out uh, about a job opportunity at, at Shenandoah. I had, um, I had worked there uh, previously for a short period of time as mm-hmm. a d- designer in the uh, conservatory. Um, but there was a, an opening for a creative director hmm. in 2011, and I uh, ended up going there. And one of the, the big reasons they selected me is that they wanted to completely redo su.edu. And so uh, they had a 
um, kind of some older um, programming technology they were using. Um, CRM was was a little outdated, so mm-hmm. uh, rebuilt all of that on WordPress and using a lot of the the group um, members that I knew from from Refresh actually to to help with that program. Wow. Wow. So that was really, really exciting. And so that really solidified yeah. your location mm-hmm. here because you were talking about you could live anywhere. You're shopping around. You and Danielle yeah. were thinking. And then both you guys together probably were like, Winchester's the place to land. And then if you're getting a job at Shenandoah, you're here. This is – yeah, mm-hmm. you're you're here for good. Yeah, I feel a little bad because we were I, we were both driving at that point because I was driving down to Chantel. It was about 45 minutes. She was driving about 50 minutes. And we said, you know what? Why don't we look for a place and we'll move closer to where you work? Mm. And um, what happened was I got the job at Shenandoah and I ended up working. I, we were we moved, so we sold that original townhouse, moved downtown, and mm-hmm. what's now uh, Sexy Mexi. We lived up uh, upstairs there, <laughs> nice. and I ended up going from driving forty five minutes to walking to, yeah. around the block <laughs> yeah. to the Bowman Building, wow. going to work. Yeah. And I was, and so um, feel a little guilty about. I, that. I do feel guilty yeah. about that. I do feel guilty, <laughs> but. Um, that was that was yeah definitely solidify that and that's the thing I mean the the Shenandoah community inside of the Winchester community is pretty remarkable because um, you know this area has a lot of different uh, aspects to it that I think people don't understand mm, the mm-hmm. the multitude of industries that are right here so um, you know there's manufacturing arms yeah um, but of course we have the hospital the huge regional um, hospital where people come from the tri-state area uh, and then you've got um, you know, kind of longstanding uh, agricultural pieces, things like that. So it's all right here. Right. And uh, and and then you've got this university. And yep. so inside the university, you know, Shenandoah has uh, over 200 areas of study, which is sort of hard to believe. You know, I went, you know, going to a, a bigger universities and, and D1 institutions, you sort of expect that. But to get it in a small package right. and, mm-hmm. and to have, you know, a, a top-ranked uh, physician assistance program, yep. that, you know, 16th in the nation, yep. along with a world-class conservatory, yep. and you can actually talk to people from those areas. It's not inaccessible. They're not, um, you know, I don't know, stuck in, uh, you know, behind the dean's doors and that right. kind of thing. It's a it's a very approachable right. uh, community that you can you can touch and um, just physically. You know, one of the things I I talk to parents and and students about is like, yeah, sure, you can you know look at the the big institutions. Uh, there's a lot to offer there. The question is, can you actually access it? Like, mm. you know, uh, big campus, um, a lot of people uh, to to navigate and move between. But um, but it, in Shenandoah's um, in at Shenandoah, you can actually physically move your body across campus. Yeah. You know, you can right. get mm-hmm. you can be a nurse and be on the field hockey team because you can you can leave class, change, and go to the field. Yep. Like, and yep. and it's going to take seven minutes to. It walk. really fits <laughs> the mold of what Winchester is all about. Yeah. The small time, small town vibe, but you have a lot of different amenities. Yes, Shenandoah is the same thing. Small town school, small college with plenty of different yep. amenities. University, you, by the way. Thank Barbara. you. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> a true university. See, I remember, I've, I grew up here basically, and I remember when it was just the conservatory, and it was, you know, you'd go, it, I have a lot of fond memories of going there. I remember teaching or uh, taking piano lessons oh, okay. there, yeah. and just, I mean, having recitals at the chapel and yeah. things like that, and it just being so small, and then now... Like all the hotels that used to be in the area and yeah. restaurants, they all yeah. have Shenandoah University signs on them <laughs> right. because the school has now purchased them. So I I mean, the, the growth is amazing. Yeah. 
So, I, mean, I want to get to that a little bit. Good. I was just going to say, well, how many students do you have at the school now? Yeah. So, uh, so we're right at that 4,200 mark. So, so we're, we're, you know, that 4,000 students, just a little, little north of that. Um, and we're 50, 50 undergrad and graduate. And I think that's, mm. that's very unique. A lot mm. of schools certainly have, you know, some graduate programs, maybe, um, you know, that are our size. Um, but to have a 50, 50 mix of undergrad and graduate, um, it really shows sort of our strength in those uh, those professional outcomes. So students will come to undergrad knowing that their sights are set on those graduate degrees, um, or they're not they're not so, they're not quite sure of that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we've got a fair number of you know fast track programs. So these abilities to to add a health um, degree uh, onto your undergraduate major and just and complete both your undergrad and that um, that degree uh, to get your master's in six years. We also have that MBA. We have a four plus one mm. um, as well. So the ability mm-hmm. to to finish fast and have access to those graduate level work while you're an undergrad student is a is a big thing that we do. Mm. And yeah, the the growth in programs. When I started, I think we had ninety programs, uh, areas of study, and now over 200. Wow. And so we're, we're, um, you know, our president, Tracy Fitzsimmons, she is, uh, just, a uh, she's big on being a first mover advantage, mm. uh, type of institution. And I think that is what really differentiates us from kind of the rest of, of you think of, Oh, that's a small school and mm-hmm. typical small schools. I would say they might have, they might have 60 programs or 40 programs, um, and we have more than that just in the conservatory alone, mm-hmm. like you were talking about. So, and we've got um, our conservatory is not just music; it's music, theater, and dance, and that's also something you don't you don't find. Um, and then the ability to cross pollinate between programs. So, you know, we have a dancer who's actually uh, doing she's doing dance and she's doing cybersecurity. Wow! And so those types of things. It's not uncommon to find a triple major. Um, you know, we had a couple. We had two on our women's basketball team that. Uh, they were ODAC champions, and they had the highest um, GPA uh, also for of, of oh, wow. uh, yeah in their in their group, cool. and and so it that's the kind of thing where um, you know you can you can focus intensely on your areas of study, but you can also um, do other avenues at the same time and graduate in four years. I mean, mm-hmm. th- there are some special students yeah. there. <laughs> and I know you've also got programs that are out there for the general public, like career switcher programs. Yes, that the school does also. Yeah. Yeah, career switches is a great one. You know, mm-hmm. people who are looking to say, you know what, I want to, I want to be in the classroom. I want to teach, and so I've got, you know, twenty years of accounting experience, or, uh, you know, I've been working in in business, or I've been, um, you know, just doing something else that I, I want to be a teacher now. And our career switchers program is a mm-hmm. huge one, and um, and we do those programs all over Virginia. We um, we teach um, in various places uh, to make those happen, not just here in Winchester. Yeah, and we also have an um, accelerated second-degree nursing program, which mm. is really huge, where um, – and this is, this is true. I've interviewed a woman, and she was, uh, she was an accountant, and she's like, you know what? Um, I always thought about being a nurse, but then I had my first child, and I was like, you know, the way that that experience went mm. – um, and, and that was here in Winchester. Mm. <laughs> she's mm. like, the way that experience went, she's like, I just realized, you know what? I really need to pursue that, that uh, career in nursing. And um, so the accelerated uh, second-degree nursing program, you, know, you take your undergrad degree, we look at those credits – and then uh, see if you qualify to, to do a nursing degree in 15 mm. months, which oh, is a... I didn't even know that was an option. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And it's neat how there is a partnership with our community of yes. doing that. And you mentioned the president, Tracy Fitzsimmons, and 
I know that she has kind of, a, I, from the outside looking in, a grandmaster plan of continuing this growth and t- continually kind of being a part of the community. And your role, you're not just being a web designer anymore. Right. You've, you've right. moved up the, the ladders now to where <laughs> yeah. you're this vice president of recruitment and chief creative officer. Yes. You know, so share with us two-part question kind of what your current role is Mm -hmm. and then how that fits with the bigger picture of the growth and the vision of the university yeah no i appreciate that so yeah so you know i really think about our team as all of we're the we're the face and the voice of the institution so Mm -hmm. all of the external uh communications channels uh from the website to social media to our media relations uh, to when someone greets you when you come into the admissions office mm. and, and gives you a tour from our students. All of those external pieces uh, come from from my team and, and very grateful for the for the team that we have and, and their their stewardship of that. And to me, all of that is brand and and how that feels. And and you know, brand is uh, is every single aspect of, of what um, uh, what you convey as an organization. Right. And so we're in charge of stewarding that brand. And that's um, something that I take, uh, you know, pride in, in a big way, um, because it is, it is just, it's Shenandoah, but it's also representative of our area mm-hmm. and those students and all the graduates we've had for, mm-hmm. for over almost nearly 150 years. We're about to celebrate that 150th anniversary, which is, which is incredible. So, so that responsibility, um, I, I think is, uh, you know, I take very, I mean, I'm very prideful in, in how the sure. university looks and, and shows itself and, and continues to, to do that well. So yeah, so that's um, a big part of of what we do on a continual basis, and we and changing and and communicating who we are in the marketplace. So what is our differentiation? How how are we um, different from a school that might have they might have a nursing program? And like for example, you know ours ours is direct admit. So how do we tell that story to say you know what you're going to have an actual nurse as your advisor? Not hmm. you're not going to be over here in general advising, and you're not going to have to apply to nursing school maybe in your sophomore second semester year to see if you get in. Like we, we select you year one, you, we give you the pathways and the tools for that. Um, so, so big part of that too is this, is the human to human connection mm-hmm. at the university. And mm-hmm. we're really big on that. And, and I think continue to infuse that into everything we do. Uh, we do know our students by name. And I think it's important, not only when you step on campus, but what about the technology that, that we uh, reach out to you with, yeah. you know, how does yeah. that, how is that personalized as well? So, um, so we're going through, um, you know, kind of a look at, at sort of uh, in retrospective, where's the university been? And we've got this 150th year benchmark mm. uh, that's coming up. So in, in 2025. Mm. And so that's the Susquicentennial. And uh, if you can, you know, say that word three times fast. No, <laughs> no thank you. Uh, I, I have not try. <laughs> I have Shendo swag to give you for that. <laughs> but um, I'll try later off, off the <laughs> <yeah>, off mic. <laughs> Yeah, so um, so we're really um, looking at who we are, and then looking to say to forecast what not only what do we want to be, but what's really the market looking for, and how's that taking mm-hmm. shape? Mm-hmm. And so um, part of that is in what we've done for for, for decades is experiences um, that go kind of above and beyond for for students. So there's this time, right? You're you're leaving high school. You're um, you're you're exploratory in nature you know that's really a time in your life when you should be really trying to figure out um who do i want to how do i want to grow and be uh, as a human here and uh and college is a is a place where that takes um 
uh, you take sort of the driver's seat of that responsibility and you step away from your home life and some of those types of, um, of opportunities come your way. So we do experience experiential learning, I think, at a high, high level. Mm -hmm. And um, another example is we have this global citizenship project where mm -hmm. students write a single page essay and about why they want to travel the world and they get selected um, and that can and that's done by a, a, a blind committee. And and so students travel or they they go to countries that they never would have thought they've been to in their it's entire life. It's an amazing vacation yeah. experience mm -hmm. yeah. over yeah. spring break. And I, learning experience, not vacation experience. Full, disclo <laughs> full disclosure, I'm waiting yeah. the, the release this for this coming Wednesday yes. of where that GCP travel is going to yes. go. I have direct impact. My wife is selected to be a part of that. So. Oh, exciting. So it doesn't Mark, mean Mark that knows more than he's it saying It doesn't here. mean that I'm going to go, but I just get a chance to vicariously live through her of what wow. these experiences are. So I didn't know that. Wednesday is going to be the reveal right. of where these different trips are going to go. Yeah. We have how high long, expectations because of... Oh, for a whole week. Yeah, spring whole break. Week, okay. Yeah, so the student, it's all it's all paid for um, by the university for the student, and uh, and yeah, so so what happens is they write the essay. There's a committee, um, blind committee selection that's done, and then when that happens, um, they release the number of people who were selected. So they say, you know, this group, sixty about sixty sixty five, get selected. And then they don't tell you where you're going, and they don't tell you who you're with. So then this event on Wednesday, Mark's talking about, they, they bring, bring all the students together. They come. The students, faculty, and staff. Yes. So yep. I'm not saying that she's getting some sort of free pass. She had to do the same thing, submit <laughs> yep. the essay and, and qualify yeah. as a faculty member yes. to be able okay. to go. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, – it's, so this uh, this event takes place, and, and so they call up the the presidents there. They uh, they call up the group leader, and then they say, and they'll be accompanying. And then they they uh, they say all the names of the students, faculty, and staff who potentially there. They they'll realize as they stand there who they're going to be with, and then they reveal the location. And, and I'm equating it to World Cup because on, <laughs> on Wednesday, the same day, the teams are releasing who's on the World Cup. I love so it. So it's kind of like the same vibe of like, you know, you know that you qualified for the World Cup, but like who you're going to play and where you're yeah. going to go and all that kind of stuff. It's I love it. It's, it is yes. World Cup level. Yeah. It's totally yeah. World Cup level. I love it. <laughs> but I, I, we have big expectations because it's been COVID the last couple of years. Right. So some of the travel has been limited. Right. And now travel plans are a little more open. Yes. And we're hoping that there could be some fun that's places. Exciting. So yeah, that's just but that's just one example. That's just of one example how the school is engaging with not just the community but providing an experience right. for students and even faculty and staff to to learn and to grow right. in some other part of the world, which right. is kind of cool. Yeah, the the global learning and global perspective is a, is like a foundational part of our uh, of our core teachings. It's mm -hmm. it's woven into general education, and what we have is our first year student seminar. So when you come on campus, not only do you learn about navigating college, but there's this world uh, perspective in view. And that's you know I think that that coming of age and understanding you know you might no matter where you came from and and where you you know what sort of um, uh, opportunities you had in your region, now uh, you get this broader landscape, and there's you know we're very deliberate, even with how, uh, who your roommate might be. So mm -hmm. we look at that and, and, you know, some schools, they'll put all the business majors together. And mm -hmm. we think that's a really missed opportunity. Mm -hmm. I mean, to have, I, I would feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And that happens. So this, and we talk about that too. So if you, you know, your roommate, you might have musical theater, you might have a nurse, you might have someone who's education, a business, 
And then that way, again, it's all part of that mingling mm-hmm. uh, at that level. And then, of course, this global level as mm-hmm. well, which we think is really critical. So let's finally, just kind of as we wrap up, I want to talk about our local community. Wrap up? Gosh, is it yeah. all there? Well, you know, but just... <laughs> Do we have to, Mark? We don't yeah. have to, you know. But for our listening audience, you yeah. know, these are people who are working and have families and have jobs here in our local community. What... What can they glean out of this conversation yeah. of what does Shenandoah have to offer, not just to, to the students, but to the community, yeah. and how can the community partner with Shenandoah? So just give some examples oh my of, gosh. of what that can look like. So plenty of examples. Just, if, you know, if you're at home and you're like, gosh, is there anything going on tonight? I mean, look at the events calendar of mm-hmm. the university. So, I mean, whether it's a performance, sure, we have those. Most people probably think about that. There's over 300 a year. But we also have, uh, you know, competitive sports teams that are mm-hmm. um, that are at a high level. And again, this is accessible. I mean, you're talking, you know, it's, it's college level sports play, which which is right here, which is which is excellent. But we also have a number of, of speakers that come in. Uh, that that are just incredible um, that that you should keep an eye out for, um, and so those are some things I, I think at that sort of base level, and then you know when it comes to volunteer opportunities um, and working in the community, the university always welcomes that. Actually, we have uh, our our again with the uh, with our athletics. We actually have some of the highest uh, volunteer hours uh, for the ODAC that, that we're part of, the Old Dominion Athletic Conference, where we continually have the highest number of, of volunteer hours of any uh, of the other uh, athletic uh, groups across mm-hmm. the ODAC. So we're always interested in, in those types of opportunities. Um, you know, when it comes to, you know, if, if, you're, if you've moved out here and, and you're, you know, you yourself are thinking, can I, can I get back? Can I volunteer? We're always interested in that. And um, Where would so, you go to find that so information out? I was getting ready to say. I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what? That, I, I'm kind of like, my daughter's playing volleyball now. And my my, my well, stepdaughter also plays too. And I'm thinking that might be kind of fun to be able to kind of volunteer on the college level. Yeah. 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 So uh, we have... Rebecca Gibson is the one who does all of our civic engagement work, and cool. uh, she she runs that center. She's amazing. I know her. Do you yeah, know her? Yeah, absolutely. So, so Mark knows everybody. Uh. <laughs> no, she is incredible. So Rebecca is amazing. You can you can reach out to her. Um, she's always looking for opportunities. She's doing a big push now. Of course, getting students uh, getting registered for vote, uh, getting getting them uh, absentee ballots, things like that for for uh, for them, and and so th- that's a big piece right now. But we're doing some. A toys for Tots drive right now, mm-hmm. which is happening. So if you do have a toy and, and you want to take it over to the university, we're contributing um, in that in a big way. Mm-hmm. And um, we do some other work uh, with Salvation Army and some other things cool. right this time of year. I would also, I mean, going back to the conversation we had about just kind of almost second career or just mm-hmm. taking courses yeah. and classes, there's all kinds of cool opportunities for that. Plus, I've been able to tap into the school for interns Yes, um, through the business program. Absolutely, and Mark. we've had a few amazing people come yes. into real to our Icon real estate office to help us with that. Um, even part of like some of their summer curriculum programs and I had to sign off on reports yeah. for what people have done. And so you can tap into the school from that way. Internships too. are amazing. Our career services department, always looking for that. And and having that regional is, is excellent. And we have, again, great businesses mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, landmark companies that are that are headquartered here in Winchester so students uh, looking for those opportunities are, are happy to, to talk about that and there's and there's a lot of flexibility there as well um, yeah and I would also you know if you don't know I mean Shenandoah has been in this community we moved here in 1960 and mm-hmm. I was came from Dayton here and but one of the things that has also been part of this growth is we've done some economic impact studies and and the thing is you know Shenandoah contributes 
over $150 million to the hmm. Winchester region wow. uh, on every year. So, you know, when you think about the other teams that are coming here and they're they're staying overnight, they're bringing their buses here, mm-hmm. uh, the, the games that happened, we hosted uh, the regionals for baseball uh, last year. And, hmm. and those are teams coming from, you know, out of state and everything else to this area. Uh, so, and it's it's the students, of course, who live here that that rent yep. ho- ha- that rent housing here. Yeah, yep. they want to live off campus after you know they move into that junior year sometimes. Yep. Um, so all of those are they're you know walking the streets and they're. The eating. shows, like you're saying, yeah. people yeah. coming in for that. Yeah, and you've got it's the amazing. business symposium also. That's yes. usually what February, March, somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, typically, yeah, it can hit in that end of March, April uh, time frame is when mm-hmm. we do the business symposium. Yeah, great, another great experience, and definitely should sign up for that. And and we've had some powerhouse uh, speakers. I mean, just incredible. This is a fire hydrant, just yeah, amount of knowledge <laughs> and just information just coming yeah. out here for you guys. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm yeah, this please is... slow it down if you need on the podcast. <laughs> and um, also do um, programs with the high schools, don't you, yes. for pharmacy techs and some other different things? Yeah, we've um, not only in the health professions, yes, but mm-hmm. we also have, like, we just had the future business leaders uh, mm-hmm. uh, come into campus. They were up from Sharando. Um, they were on campus doing a tour and learning about that. The DECA members as well. Um, yeah, we have a, a, a group for the Latinx students as, uh, that can also plug in. Um, so we're, we've got um, higher enrollments in those areas. So uh, just continuing to, to, to connect with the community yeah. in areas that, that are growing. And, um, yeah, I mean, and students are surprised about this area, right? They, they you know, you, you think of, okay, a 4,000-student school, you know, it's not, it's, it's not um, you know, 25,000. But then they come to, to Winchester and they see, my gosh, like, look what's available here. Like, you know, the, number one, there's a Starbucks. That's awesome. <laughs> I can walk to it. Walking distance. Yeah. And, but also, um, you know, just the, the culture and the mindset in this space is also, yeah. I think, very surprising too. And, and, you know, we're, we're not far from the Washington area, but I would say the, the mindset of this space and being friendly and open and those doors being open uh, is something that I think surprises them. Mm-hmm. You know, they've not experienced that um, necessarily in, in their background. And, yeah. and they love it. Yeah. So. Well, it is great. And I, I don't want to wrap it up because we, yeah. we can keep talking forever. No, but that's fine. Let me hit you with what we have our guests. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. We have what we call five iconic questions for each one wow. of our guests. And I've and got so, no preparation for no this. No prep. So this is nope. what makes it amazing. <laughs> now, so off top of your head, just first, yeah, first sure. thing that comes to mind. So first question, number one, what is one of your favorite restaurants in town? Wow, that is hard I know. for me to narrow down. Yep. My goodness, this is tough because I feel like I'm going to break some hearts out there uh, with some with with an answer. Um, man, this is hard. I, I would say, um, I oh, gosh, I love going to Water Street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Water Street is yep. one, and I'm I probably yep. tell more parents about it. A couple things. One, it's got an easy location. It's right there on Bascow. Right it's yep. it, um, perfect for the afternoon because if you get there in the afternoon, the sun is setting, so there's a shadow cast across mm-hmm. the outdoor seating. Then you can feel like you you can be healthy because you can order like Brussels sprouts, which actually are made with I think they're made with bacon. So I don't know if they're that healthy, but you kind of feel like you're getting healthy while you're eating like the Lucy double cheeseburger. Sounds which like is you know the menu not. pretty well. Yeah, I do know it pretty yeah. well. Downtown walking mall. <laughs> Question yes. number two. All right, what is something you love about your neighborhood? Oh my gosh. Um, it, so I'm very fortunate. We 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 live on Courtfield Avenue. Um, we stalked that street. Um, actually, Dave Spence, a little shout out for Dave. Yep. Um, he was our realtor and yep. he said, you know, I'll keep an eye out for you. He said, you know, it's going to be very tough to get on the street. And sure enough, we um, we got on that street and we live at the, at the top of the hill in Cecil. So if you want to come by and say hi. Um, 
but the yellow door, yellow right. door. That's it. Yellow door. Um, I love the people on that street. Cause we, we were the youngest couple when we moved in and someone, the oldest couple brought us over, um, this little, like, uh, little pitcher of juice and was like, we were the youngest couple when we moved on Aww. the block and handed it to us. Aww. And I thought, well, I guess that's it. We've got to carry the torch. Cool. So we have to be the oldest couple handing it to the, so I guess <laughs> we're there for stuck. another, yeah, we're there for another 80 years. Great spot. There you go. Question number three. So you've kind of already touched on this, but just in a nutshell, why is Winchester such a great place to live? It's got everything. I mean, I think if you're if you're a family, you know, you're you're building a family. It's it's got all of the trappings of that. It's easy to see. But if you're a young professional, I think it's got the same amount of access. Meeting other young professionals, looking to build a life uh, in a community together, that is amazing. I mean, and that has changed over I it think has. twenty years. It definitely has that changed. Has definitely changed. I think that the opportunity here, the access, you know, you can just talk to people. They want to talk. They want to say hello. Um, and we're, you know, my my street is changing a little bit. I've got two people who moved from Arlington and, you know, they're blown away. In fact, I think they get startled when people say hi to them. They're not used to that where they come from. So, (laughs) so I love that. I love love that. Question Uh, four. Where do you meet or spend time with new friends in Winchester Um, or old friends? So uh, the, the newest place I would say uh, the Vabrisa over here, Mm -hmm. Vabrisa has been a nice place to just go hang out, meet people, kind of show them that, um, that space. Um, but also too, um, my neighbor's got a great fire pit. So we're in town, but it's, it doesn't, it, it, it's town, but it also has this nice, like outdoor vibe. So I love it. Neighbors. Love it by the, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love mm-hmm. it by the fire pit. Last and fifth and sometimes the most difficult. And my favorite actually. Oh. What is one of Winchester's hidden gems? What do you think people don't know about that you think is something they should know about that is really cool? And it can be anything. Wow. Um, there are so many things that flood through my mind. I think, okay, this is from a driving th- standpoint. I almost don't want to share this. A hidden gem is how to cut from downtown back to the uh, back to campus or, or on that side of town. Oh, Pleasant which Valley. way do you go? So you go Palm Mall. You cut Palm Mall yep. and you go mm-hmm. under the bridge. Yes. So if they're ha- – I mean, train yeah. isn't very often, but that's a hidden gem that uh-huh. people – I drive through there and people are like, what is this? And I'm yes. like, yeah, it's, this is like – I don't know. This is the way George Washington was. I actually that's had an to just come, I had to come, hidden gem. I had to come to the office that way this morning <laughs> the because road the road off. was closed. The road was closed. Yeah. So more people are learning about it, but I would say the so other pretty. the the trails, the MSV trails. Mm-hmm. I don't maybe they're not as it's like not unknown, but that is a beautiful gem that the museum opened up. Um, those trails, there's like five miles of trails back there, and uh, it, lovely, lovely time uh, to walk, um, yep. take your kids, uh, bike. And it's a great you know as part of the bigger Green Circle Trail too. You can kind of cut through there, which is nice. Yeah. Well, Scott, you're amazing. Man, I didn't even get to talk about marketing and anything else, but we can do that next time. There's so many things to touch on again. That's why we need to have you back. Yeah, I'd love to be back. There's so many cool things to continue to talk about, but Shenandoah is doing a great thing on – not yeah. just on campus, but for the community. So absolutely, you're come by and see that. it for yourself. Absolutely, you're, and just I'll just say you're, you've been a part of that growth. I can see. Well, so thank you. thanks for being here and for what you're doing in the community. Yeah. And uh, I know that you'll come back eventually. So I would love it. Yeah, we we'll, will, have, we'll have you thank back you again. All. Hear yep. all about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Does Mark have a little? Does he whistle the theme song now? Is that it? <laughs> How can you? <laughs> no, I do not have that theme song in my head. I'm sorry. But yes, thanks, Scott. Well, Scott has tons of information. 
But that, was, that was fun. That he was, was sad that we shut him down. You know, I could have let him keep going on for another half hour. But we almost did off mic. <laughs> <laughs> when we were done talking with him, he really has got a lot of great information. And I would love to have him back on again, maybe yeah. in the in the spring. I think we could and we should. And, you know, one of the things that he mentioned that he didn't get a chance to get to, just part of the partnership with the community, is that they, they contribute over $150 million to the community each year, essentially, just as far as their contributions and giving back to the community. And, you know, we were talking about off mic of the, the baseball field. They right. get a chance to partner with the city of Winchester and how mm-hmm. there's the Winchester Royals and now Shenandoah University and just the, the collaboration that Shenandoah brings that he's really connected with those insider conversations, kind of go to our musical reference of Hamilton, the room where it happens. Right. He's in those rooms where things happen right. at Shenandoah. Um, so to pick his brain on like that partnership, that's definitely impressive. I loved hearing about all the different things that they're involved in. It's not just undergrads or postgrads. I mean, they they work with um, high school students. They work with, um, you know, people that have been in careers for, you know, 15, 20 years, and you want to switch jobs. They've mm-hmm. got all sorts of opportunities yep. that you can take advantage of or just take classes or yeah. the different events that they have just for, you know, um, a Friday night activity to go see a play. I and, mean, of course, we know about the summer um, music theater that right. the – the college does, but yeah, it was fascinating. Yeah, but I learned I, it was interesting to hear his progression and where you can go from just, you know, getting a degree to then getting a job at Chantel and then liking kind of the video game kind of stuff, mm-hmm. it seemed like, and the graphic design to now really being a key player at Shenandoah, being a vice president and kind of this recruitment and branding person that he is um i can appreciate it well, because that, i know for branding as a company that's important and you can you can really feel his passion for for the university I yes mean, yes um well we'll have him on again so scott thanks so much and um let's let's share a little bit about what's going on in the community okay um as we always do at the end of each episode um, but let's start with Shenandoah because, I mean, that's an obvious choice there. So I know you're looking and th- there's some sports activities. They do happening. have some sports activities. There's a cross-country race. Um, there's going to be a football game and a women's basketball game are all, they look like they might be home this weekend. All this weekend. Yeah. And there's actually just some cool um, musical per- musical performances. All looks like in the Armstrong mm-hmm. Hall. One on the 11th, um, Little Big Band, where you get some special musicians um, there to play in concert to honor veterans and things like that. There's going to be a symphony orchestra on the 12th. And on the 13th, one of their own, um, uh, I guess, professors, faculty members, Alexander Bernstein, is to be presenting an entire classical performance um, ranging from Beethoven to Brahms and and you name it, and variety there, um, piano. So there's going to be all kinds of cool options if you are into sports or theater at Shenandoah this Now, I, let me correct myself. It does look like the basketball game is going to be here, but you can actually see live stats or the live video on their website for the football game. There it's going to be against Washington and Lee in Lexington. Okay, that's that's fine. You can still go so there. If you, wanna, if you, want you can watch it, participate. go there. Yeah, 
but other so many things. options. What other things are going on here in town in the so area? Outside other of things that we have going on. We've got the Virginia Gourd show and sale coming up this Saturday and Sunday at the Museum of the Shenandoah Valley. Um, there's also the sixth annual Honoring Our Veterans Blood Drive. That's going to be Friday on November 11th, which is Veterans Day, from 8:30 to 2:30. Um, blood donors and local veterans can receive a free Gore sausage and gravy breakfast or a fresh off the grill Gore's burger lunch. Wow! Can have all kinds of giveaways and prizes, and that's going to be at uh, 4305 Middle Road at West Oaks Farm cool. Market. It's so fascinating. Again, every weekend, right. every weekend there's something going on. There's food, there's drinks, there's activities, and it's always different locations, different places. Right. And of course, tomorrow is going to be Veterans Day. So we do want to thank all the veterans that have served our country, currently serving. Um, We definitely appreciate it. Yep. No, I can't let you get off the hook. I did not let you finish your thought on what you're thankful for. (laughs) So let's let's end our episode with Megan's thankful moments. Well, actually, I'm going to add to that moment. Let me say I'm thankful for the service for my two sons that are serving in the Air Force. There you go. Love it. Awesome. And um, thank you for raising two amazing sons that are doing that. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes. Just a love fest here. Yes. (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us on this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something from today's episode. Look forward to sharing more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they are experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. And if you have a moment, we'd love it if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share the podcast with your friends. Definitely. Thanks to our editor extraordinaire once again, Cindy Battaglia. Until next time, think iconic.